We are gonna be ultra spiritual today. My guest, JP Sears, live on the Captain's Log. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, you're welcome, brother. I, I have no choice because was, we're in the car and the door's locked. I like to tell the viewers that. I like to thank you just to be nice, but clearly it wasn't like you were going to get a ride or walk home exactly. any other way except to be with me. So, And I'm super happy to be here with you, my friend. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, we're in Naples, Florida. We're actually in Fort Myers, heading to Naples. But uh, I'm honored to have you. You are blowing up everywhere you're on this tour now um what's the is there an actual name for the tour no though if i were to name it it would be the never-ending tour because it, it's just sort of like you know when okay here's the last date on the schedule yep. then more dates just keep getting right. added which is a joy i love it of so, course yeah the never-ending tour the tour that never ends it doesn't stop right yeah well we are um we're excited. I mean, it's a, it's amazing what you've done. Tell me how how the career started. Like, obviously, you're famous on YouTube, all social media. But did you just turn on the camera one day and say, like, how are we gonna do this? Let's let's go, people. Here we are. Well, so it started with absolutely no plan, no premeditated notion of be you know making it big. I just thought like, oh, let me make one comedy video, share my perspectives through the language of comedy, and I'll just do that one video. Yeah. So it, it literally started with a single step that I thought was going to be the only step, but a funny thing happened. I took that step and then that led to a desire for the next step, which right. was just like make another video and then another and another. So it really just started with the idea, let me make one video and then paying attention to the the creative desire to like, oh, make more stuff. Because the first video, that was the first time in my life that I ever had any kind of real creative expression. Really? So that woke something up inside of me. And, and you are woke. It's like amazing what you've created. You tell people that they have to be ultra spiritual and yeah. you show them how, yes? Indeed. I definitely tell them I show them how. <laughs> It, yeah, yeah. How did, how did you get the inner spiritualness out of you? How did that happen? Because I need to, I need to like do it, like bring it on. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, I think I will give you a lesson. In okay, okay, let's right? do this. I, a wise man named Carl Jung once said, feelings are the language of the soul. Now, I think the easiest way to like get in touch with our real spiritual powers and I'm not talking about the artsy fartsy like wear mala beads and right. like burn incense and like you know did you notice my new beads yet Brian yeah but to be real getting in touch with your feelings I think is really our power source yet we live in a, a time where the way most of us grow up and the way uh, you know life and society values things we tend to vilify our feelings if they're not happiness so if we're sad, angry, afraid, ashamed, we tend to vilify it, but I think those feelings are truly our power source. And I think, you know, we look at, oh, well, it doesn't, it's not good to feel sad. That's yeah. not powerful. I don't think the, those uncomfortable emotions have ever hurt anyone. I think people hurt themselves trying to avoid those uncomfortable emotions. But if we allow ourselves to 
be vulnerable and connect to those feelings, they always lead us to a greater spot. And I think they truly are the, the power source that we can plug into to our, our spirit, our soul, Santa Claus, like whatever's right. up there or so, in here. So when you started this journey and uh, people started recognizing you, was it like a, a thing that you really embraced or were you worried about like how it was gonna pan out or how, what was the thoughts going on? Well, first off, I loved how earlier this morning you recognized me, Brian. I so recognized you. Oh, I just love that. <laughs> it was but, amazing, yes. But yeah, really no worries and still no worries about how it's going to pan out because I I never had a, a picture like this is how it's supposed to be or this is how it's supposed to grow into a big thing. Right. I just feel like I'm Forrest Gumping my way through it where... You know, I like to just follow the passion in my heart, like, oh, like, this is exciting to me. Let me do this now. And and because I'm not thinking 100 steps ahead, I don't have to worry about things unfolding differently than I imagine, imagine them to be. And I don't know about you, but I'll speak for me because... Yeah, I'm narcissistic yeah. enough. It'll continue <laughs> to be me talking, I, which is amazing. I don't have to say you. anything. Thank you, you just get on the show and just take take it away, buddy. That's your thing. If you want to go out for a I cup have, of coffee, yeah. I can take it from here. I have Brian. nothing to do with this. I'm just driving. I for me, I I realize when I am in a place of following my heart, which is easier said than done. But when I am, things unfold better than I imagine them to be so I think the the just knowing myself and not everybody's like me but knowing myself the last thing I'd want to do is have a crystal clear picture of how things are supposed to be and then be dedicated to that because that would be me playing it small but when I'm in my forest gump of my heart yeah you know, following my heart not my head just my how things have been it's like oh it works out better than I imagine how they could have worked out so when you wake up every day you don't have a plan it just kind of unravels uh, well, well goes how does it work yeah well on a day-to-day -day basis I definitely have a plan you like, do to, like the plan today is like well, we're doing comedy shows right right but what about like uh, like in the whole life journey, like overall. Yeah. I mean, today we have planned because we do press, and right. then you're gonna go home for a minute. Then you got shows. That's stuff that you of know, course. obviously. So yeah, the the plans in the short term, of course, those are there. But on the the bigger term, like hey, you know, next year at this time, like what's the plan? Where do you want to be? No idea. You just, what, you just wing it. Where I want to do the same thing. Yeah, and for me, if there is a plan, it's like, oh, I want to feel more inspired. I want to feel more passionate, and I want to be willing to take more risk, pushing the edge of creativity. So that's a feeling, right? And and that's that's really like where I tend to go with the plan. Like, oh yeah, I want to be willing to risk more. So you started as a life coach. And that was your full-time job. Yeah, and for 15 years. For 15 years. When did you decide, like, okay, I'm going to pretty much be, like, a celebrity social media star, and I'm going to just do that? Or is, it, is there other things you're still doing? Yeah, so two and a half years ago, which at the time was a couple years into the comedy videos and yep. things working out. Uh, well, we already saw major fame, obviously. Yeah. Your videos were going viral all the time. You were posting a lot of content. Yeah. Okay. Like, it had been going on long enough that I realized, like, this isn't a fluke. It's not like a one-hit wonder. Right. Like, I'm 
this is a real thing. So two and a half years ago, you know, I was burning the candle at both ends and in the middle, you know, still trying to work with clients, make videos, go do speaking appearances and, yeah. uh, and sponsorships. So it just became clear like, wow, it is time to let go of the client practice, which was scary because it was such a great thing. You were the life coach of these people. Now what are their lives like? Oh my uh, God. They all went to hell. That's they did. how good <laughs> In a hand basket. Right they, away. They needed me. Yeah. I was so good that their lives went to hell as soon as... <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about some of these life coaches? Like, I always look at guys who say they're life coaches and I'm like, okay, so you're 28 years old. Yeah. You've never, like, had a business. You're telling people how to run their companies. Like, yeah. I think you're basically sitting on the sidelines and faking it because you've yeah. never been in the game. Like, that's the way I see it sometimes. Yeah. But is it... What, what do you think? Life coach is such a a vague term where there are absolutely some life coaches who do just what you outlined yeah where it's like oh yeah i would that's the last person i'd want to coach me on my life right and then there's other life coaches specifically the ones who have been there done that mm -hmm. you know they're if they're coaching you on how to create a great business they've created they've had great a, businesses. a good run yeah yeah or if they're giving you relationship advice you know they're not torturing themselves right. with crappy relationships so those are the life coaches and you know you can't go by a title because like a life coach that could be someone you want to wow that, that could be a wise person right. or it could be a facade uh, so I look back when I was in my early 20s and I look like, yeah I was doing some faking it like I I didn't know it at the time right but looking back is like I wouldn't have wanted to work with 22 year old JP yet my ignorance got me in the door, got me real experiences, and of course, got me really making my. How did you get the clientele? Like that's a that's a hit right there. So, <laughs> at the time, I had been working as a personal trainer, mm -hmm. fitness, nutrition. So my life coaching clientele came from my exercise clientele, okay. where it was like a smooth transition. Where it's like, oh, you know, you, Mrs. Jones. Right. That's why I called all my clients. Yeah, sure. Mrs. Jones, you want to lose weight? Of cool, we're addressing exercise nutrition, but also, you know, you're you're. If we do some stress reduction, we can help reduce your stress response and your stress hormones or fat storing hormones, muscle yep. burning hormones. So the more we can reduce that, the more we can help you reach your goals faster. So, you know, people would say like, oh yeah, cool. Like, let's talk about what's stressing me out in life and right. do some work there. And also I would say for me, what's important about a life coach, how I worked with people, but also, you know, if you're out there in the market for a life coach, someone who's not going to tell you how to live your life, but someone who's going to empower you to make your own decisions sure, not not based off expectations but your own decisions based on you know what's truly in your best interest from your heart to me that's important my guest jp sears uh you can find him on all social media it's what ultra spiritual i my handle for all social media is awaken with JP. oh awaken with jp yes yes yeah. ultra spiritual is a good hashtag you can always yeah. find this content on as well uh we're on the captain's log so i like to ask some really good questions and here's one that is just on my mind right now and i love how you tell you're me married 
it, well, I ha- obviously. But you're as humble as me. I right? have to be. Have to be when you're on the show and you're the host, and I have a famous, more famous guest. I gotta, you know, kick it up a notch. So you've been married for how many years? Uh, one year. We just had our first. One year, and now you're super famous. You're ultra famous as well. How are you keeping the all the ladies out of your DMs? Because they all gonna slide in. That's right. <laughs> they they are. I mean, let's face it. The hair, yeah. the smile, the the abs. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's like a it's like a freaking recipe for you know. It's it's the biggest problem ever, Brian. Yeah. 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 You're fighting it. it I'm fighting it. You know, with these good looks. But to be honest with you, yeah, for me, I mean, if I get a, a flirtatious message, can I say that without yeah, being you accused say, of sexual harassment? Of course, yes, yes. There's no one being harassed. It's just uh, speaking in general. If I get a flirtatious message, you know, I don't engage with it. So no. to me, that's the best way to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. And so how many do you get a day? Uh, it's a good question. No idea. Come okay, on. I'm definitely... Okay, me- give me a range. Is it like 5 to 10 or like... 20 to 50. Are we talking metric or American? <laughs> Make it up. Like, I, maybe it does. I don't know. I don't yeah. pay that much attention right. to all my DMs. Sure. And it's hard. And do you actually, do you respond to people when they reach out my, to you? When my wife reaches out, DM, I'll You I'll will respond definitely to respond. Her. <laughs> does she have to DM Especially you? Especially if she's flirtatious. Does she have to DM you? She, or, yes, she, or she texts. I like if she texts me, I'm like, this isn't really documented on social media, babe. It doesn't really count. Could you just <laughs> move this thread to yeah. Instagram DMs? That's true. She has to. She has to comment on every live to make sure. Exactly. <laughs> like if you're not boosting my algorithms, you're not a wife of mine. <laughs> so yeah, like I on Instagram, I pay attention to my DMs when I can. It's definitely not all of them all the time. But uh, Instagram is the DM place that I'll pay the most attention to. Yeah, yeah. And then another super important question. Once again, a great question. What's the hair products? I mean, come on. This hair is like... So important. It's like just flows, right? Yeah, it does. It's it's amazing. So what are you using in the the hair? And it's astute of you to notice. Well, I I mean, I'm jealous. I'm going bald. You're growing more. I think you've grown three inches since we've freaking been doing the show. It's ridiculous. A lot of guys have the problem, like the five o'clock shadow. Yeah. I shaved shaved my head this morning. I I believe that. Speaking of... I have strong protein synthesis. But the Giovanni hair hair products are typically what I use. Oh. They're natural. Uh, I get them from Whole Foods. So the shampoo, the conditioner, yep. the like a uh, little, I don't even know what you call it, but like a little. It's a vegan product, right? I think it's it says like no, uh, what is that, PBA? No, it's pure meat-based. Oh, all, all meat. It's just the gotcha. more you just put protein right in. in. Yep. That's what you do. <laughs> it probably is vegan. I think it is. I think it's like all, yeah, yeah, I think I know which one it is. But, uh, but the hair, how long has it been growing? I believe it was 2010 that I started growing it out. Really? And it was, man, maybe 2012 was the first year that it looked half decent because have you ever had your hair long when i was in college i grew it out long enough to have cornrows and i i went to bahamas i lived out in the turks and caicos for like six months and they braided my hair all up so i was like you know it looked like coolio at the time but that's that was only like you know six eight inches i bet you had some sunburnt scalp yeah yeah, i did i did (laughs) 
because I was, yeah, I was worried about the, the ladies. You yeah. Know? I didn't want them to be upset that it was too burned. But, so I had, it was probably a two-year just awkward phase. Really? Yeah, it looked horrible. And it was, it, because it's all one lens, so that was, I could see why it was awkward. Yeah. Because growing it down and then, right, yeah. Yeah. But and, now it's like, come on, this is a signature. Speaking of which, I, I saw the bald part. What was that bald thing? What'd you do? You faked so, this out? Yeah, man. So that it, if you you can go on social media on my Instagram, there's a picture of me holding a red wig yeah. with a bald head. So that was it was uh, an endorsement I did for a company called ClickFunnels. It's a software yep. that yeah, helps people with marketing. They're awesome people. So playful. So they we were doing this commercial where they wanted me to like be on screen for a little while and then I take my hair off. Yeah. It was really unnerving. So they had this makeup artist come in and like it was a Damn little, it was good. It looked real. That was three hours to put that bald cap on. Right. The lady said she's never done a bald cap with someone who had so much hair because they had to like mat my hair down with all this thick paste like wow. stuff to make it like just glued to my head. Yeah. So three hours to put on, and then it was. Were a, you panicking that it was going to affect the, the hair? I mean, man, come on. I, all I was documenting is how long is this going to take to wash out? Yeah. And it was at least an hour to wash out. Really? Yeah. It was. Yeah. But it was so much fun. Yeah. That's so a, it, it looked great. I love. I, we use it. Uh, you know, we used a little picture of it on, on our promo. I so loved it. It was so great because it's like bam, like damn, did he shave his head? And when I. You know, I was out of town for that, and and once the bald cap was on, I sent a selfie to my wife and said, "Babe, I decided to shave my head," and she just texts back, "Said you're full of crap." So, <laughs> would you ever? I so my wife and I were talking about that. Like, how much would it take to get me to shave my head? So right. first off, it would have to be something big. Like, it would have to be a like huge a, check. Was uh, that what it would? Take? Basically, yes. Yeah. With, with, like, meaningful artistic merit. So if it was, like, a movie role where it's, like, a huge check, maybe. But it would have to be huge because, first off, I love my hair long. Yeah. Second off, I think my hair is part of my brand at this point. Right. Makes me recognizable. And then the fact, like, okay, if I shave my head, it's going to be at least two years before my hair is remotely the way it is now probably longer so man two years that's quick though so you have so your hair does grow fast probably take longer yeah but we're talking brian how much do you think i should charge i would say it's got to be upwards of probably three mil three mil what do you think i think I would do it for three mil. Yeah. Maybe we'd have to start off higher in the no- no, yo, negotiations. Between two and five. I'll handle the whole contract. That's fine. Yeah. I'll do the do I'll you... I'll do the paperwork. Okay. Hey, get the paperwork. You want me to started. start brokering it? Please. Yeah. So guys, here's what we do. Uh, we go immediately <laughs> to his DMs. Uh, you can comment below and let us know what your starting bid is. Yeah. Um, how much you'd like to pay. Because um, I mean, I'll pay. I'll go. I'll start the bid at fifteen hundred. Fifteen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's for me, just shy. Just yeah. shy of three it's, mil. But it's. A I good mean, we're almost there, buddy. It's a, it's, a st- it's a stepping stone. It's a stepping stone. Because I didn't want them to start at twelve cents. You know, yeah, ten dollars. Yeah. The bidding's just taking longer. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, guys, this is the Captain's Log, J.P. Sears. See him all weekend at Off the Hook Comedy Club. Yeah. You guys are going to have a great show. Uh, do you do pictures, autographs, and stuff after the show? Because you have a VIP meet and greet there, that you get, right? Yeah, so that's pictures. I do a little Q&A as well. Yep. Uh, autographs, pictures, Q&A, meet and greet. Awesome. Uh, we exchange karmic energy as well. That's amazing. Thanks yeah. for being on the show, buddy. Thanks I appreciate me, Brian. it. And it's I can't honor. wait for the shows this weekend at Off the Same here. Same here. Thanks, guys. Thanks for watching. We'll be back tomorrow. Check us out.